Lately, I've been thinking about how sad it is to hear of so many church finance individuals sharing how they feel frustrated and overwhelmed with church finances and realizing that they just don't know what they don't know. I felt the same way, girl, you did just 11 short years ago when I began working on a church staff as their director of finance. I searched the internet for church finance courses and for books on the topic and found out quickly that there was very little information and training available to help me serve my church as effectively as possible, which is the reason I began this podcast. But I also realized that sometimes you need more than a quick 10 to 20 minute podcast to truly help you address your current church finance needs. If you're feeling exactly how I was, frustrated, at a loss, or unsure if you're doing it correctly, I get it, and I know how yuck that can feel. That's also part of the reason I'm so excited to announce to you my new one-on-one consultation program. Beginning in June, I will be taking on three new clients who need help with deciphering the uniqueness of church finances. Whether you need assistance with understanding church payroll, tracking different types of contributions, or making sure that your church is in tax compliance, you can schedule a consultation by going to my website at churchfinances.org forward slash consult. And if you're a business owner and are looking for help with how to serve the local church or how to grow your business God's way, then you can go to churchfinances.org forward slash biz, that's B-I-Z, consult, and schedule a business consultation. I look forward to walking with you through your journey to becoming more confident in your church finance role. Now on to today's topic. When it comes to church finances, it's not just about balancing the books or paying the bills on time. But those are absolutely very important, by the way. It's also about equipping your congregation members with the knowledge and the tools that they need to be responsible stewards of their own finances. By building a financially literate church community, we can help individuals manage their money wisely, reduce financial stress, and enable greater generosity. So let's dive into some practical strategies and resources for achieving this goal. Hello, dear friend, and welcome to the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. My name is Michelle Brown, and I am an enrolled agent and church finance consultant, and I love all things Jesus, church finances, business, and books. In this podcast, we will discuss the ins and outs of church finances and clergy taxes, along with how to serve the local church as a staff member, volunteer, or through your bookkeeping business, all while keeping Jesus at the center of everything you do. So grab your notebook and pen to take some notes because we're going to learn all about church bookkeeping, payroll, compensation, and tax compliance. And I'll probably throw in an occasional episode on faith and mindset work too. So if this sounds like fun to you, then come on, let's get ready to learn. Hey there, I'm Michelle Brown, and this is the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast, where we discuss important topics related to today's church finance office and or your bookkeeping business. Welcome to episode 24. It's titled Building a Financially Literate Church Community. In today's episode, I'm going to be providing practical tips and insights for managing church finances by helping you build a financially literate church community. As you know, I say this every episode, I believe that note takers are history makers and there is nearly always something you can take notes on. So we're gonna get started. But first, here is our episode quote. This one is from the President's Advisory Council on Financial Literacy. It stated, financial illiteracy is not an issue unique to any one population. It affects everyone, men and women, 
young and old, across all racial and socioeconomic lines. No longer can we stand by and ignore this problem. The economic future of the United States depends on it. And I would adjust that to include the economic future and success of our churches depend upon financial literacy as well. Now let's dig into today's episode. So the first step in building a financially literate church community is education. Educate, educate, educate. We need to provide resources and opportunities for our congregation members to learn about budgeting, debt management, and responsible financial stewardship. Consider organizing workshops or seminars led by financial professionals who can share practical insights and answer questions. Churches can consider creating small groups or classes focused on financial literacy within your church, and these groups can provide a supportive environment for people to learn together and share their experiences. Most churches have members that are accountants, financial advisors, tax professionals, or even just a financially successful person that can help offer training opportunities. And you need to offer some opportunities for the following. Number one, how to set up a family budget. Many people don't like that word. My kids hated that word growing up because they would ask for something and I would say that's not in the budget. So they didn't like the word budget, but you know what? They always had food to eat. The bills were paid. They had a place to live. They had utilities. They, When they needed to go someplace in the car, we had a car to drive and we had gas to put in it, okay? So if you don't control your money, it's going to control you. So we need to start by teaching our members that a budget is not a bad word and that they need to learn to set a budget. The second way is to teach them ways to save on monthly expenses. Um, cutting unnecessary monthly expenses such as cable versus free streaming services. You know that internet prices are going up and cable quality is just, it stinks, okay? The stuff that they're showing on cable, there are so many free streaming services available just by having your internet that's going to save you a bundle of money each month. You can also look through, are there monthly subscriptions that you're not even using, um, using coupons or purchasing when items are on sale? Um, we determine the meals that we're eating, depends on what's on sale at the grocery when we go, all right? And then eating out less often. It is crazy how expensive eating out has gotten and at the same time, how yucky the customer service has gotten, all right? So eating at home, but buying when food items are on sale can, is a way that you can save on monthly expenses. Number three, we need to be teaching our people how to save for emergency. An emergency fund is vital to gaining peace. And everything and anything, People will say over and over and over, I can't even pay my bills. How am I supposed to save? Start with 1%, 1% of your income, okay? Just teach your people you got to start somewhere because if you never start, it's not going to happen. You're absolutely going to fail at it, All right? Number four, another crucial aspect of building a financially literate church community is addressing the issue of debt. Debt can be a significant burden for individuals and families. Uh, limiting their ability to give and to serve freely. As church leaders, you can provide resources and guidance on debt management and encourage responsible borrowing practices and how to avoid unnecessary debt, such as, do you really need that 2023 brand spanking new car? Or can you fix the one you got? Or can you buy one a few years older with low miles? 
All right, there's always an option and we need to learn to look at our options. Um, keeping up with the Joneses, for lack of better words, people, that's just bull. I don't care what the Joneses do. I don't care what the Joneses have because the Joneses don't have my current financial situation. If you've got a need and you are a child of God, talk to him about it and he will provide what you need and tell you what you need to do. All right. So the next step is how to eliminate debt. The best, absolute best way that I know of on eliminating debt is Dave Ramsey's debt snowball. We put this into practice in our own lives. And I'm telling you people, it works. A lot of churches do the Dave Ramsey Financial Peace Program. If your church has not done that, definitely check into it because it is worth every penny. It radically changed our personal finances as well as uh, business finances. I use the principles in my business as well. So eliminating debt. That does not include these debt consolidation loans and all this other gibberish that it does not work. Okay. Um, next is we need to teach our people how to prioritize their financial goals and set up things for a more secure financial future, such as retirement, uh, savings, looking at different issues that we can do that way. And then number seven, believe it or not, we need to teach our people how to give generously. So after creating the budget and after learning how to stick to it, giving generously is the most important aspect of financial security because you cannot outgive God. God says, as I talked, I think it was last week, Malachi 3.10, bring the whole tithe into the storehouse and bring it in and see, test me. See if I will not throw open the floodgates of heaven with such a blessing that you just won't even know what to do. Okay, <laughs> so we need to be giving. So it's incredible to see how people's lives can be transformed through this process. A lot of people just haven't been trained. They don't teach this in schools. They definitely don't teach this in seminary. You're not going to go to work and they're teachers. You're going to have to intentionally seek this out. And we can start with um, offering this in our churches. So alongside educational resources, it's essential to foster open and transparent communication about church finances. When your congregation understands how their giving is used and sees the impact of their contributions, it builds trust and encourages greater engagement. One effective way to communicate about church finances is by providing regular updates you can either do it during a worship service, depending on the size of your church, um, through your church newsletter. You can share stories of how the church's financial resources have supported ministries, missions, and outreach programs. And I did talk about this on a podcast previously about the importance of issuing contribution statements on a regular basis and including a contribution statement supplement to help your donors know how their contributions are making a difference within their church their community, and their world. Whether it's providing food for the hungry or offering scholarships for underprivileged students, every dollar counts and it makes a difference. And finally, let's not forget the power of leading by example. As church leaders, you should model responsible financial stewardship in your own lives. Okay, If you're going to lead a church that has a budget of $100,000 or $100 million, if you can't handle your own finances, how can the congregation expect and trust you to handle the church's finances? 
All right. So when your congregation sees that you handle your finances with integrity and wisdom, it strengthens the credibility of your message. And especially as generally in January, a lot of pastors will do a sermon series on giving because it's the beginning of the year. And it's amazing how many people will say, well, all my pastor ever does is talk about finances. He may do it once a year in a three or four week sermon series or once every two or three years. People don't like to talk about money, but yet finances are one of the biggest issues um, that people deal with and that they struggle with. And money is talked about so often in the scriptures that it is important and we do need to be talking about it in our churches. All right. So that's all the time we have for today's episode of the Bookkeeping with a Purpose podcast. I hope that you found these insights helpful in your journey to build a financially literate church community. Remember, by equipping your congregation members with the tools and knowledge they need, we can empower them to make wise financial decisions, experience greater financial freedom, and ultimately live a life of generosity. Be sure to turn, tune in next time for more valuable insights for your church finance office and or bookkeeping business. And until next time, my friend, let's all strive to make an impact and not just an income. Take care and remember to always look your best, do your best, and be your best. Talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks again for listening to today's episode. If you learned something new or were inspired in any way, please do me a huge Omongo favor and leave me a fantastic five-star review on Apple Podcasts. It helps more people to find the show and then share this episode with someone who you think it could help. Until next time, my friend, be blessed.